0: My name is Wazir, and my name is Jarrah Muhammad,
1: and this is the Business Building Blocks Podcast. How you doing today? I'm fantastic. How about you? I'm doing great. Uh, It feels good to get this last episode in before the end of the year, because we all know this is the last quarter of the year, and businesses can gauge their whole next year off of this last quarter. Is that true?
0: That's true. And, you know, from Thanksgiving to Christmas, we want to remember from the efforts of 10, 10, 15, which was the uh, anniversary of the Million Man March, but the Justice of a Else March. Right. Where we were protesting against uh, police brutality, unjust killings of blacks by the law enforcement and others, and our overall oppression in this country. So, And also the false worship of uh, paganism that's associated with the birth of uh, Christ. So we are boycotting Christmas. We are boycotting spending and um with our oppressor however we're spending money in our
1: community to make our business community strong and viable and i have been hearing a lot of people saying oh it really don't feel like christmas this year but i think that's because the general public is kind of we kind of off that because it feels you know they 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 fused economics with religion Right. And with tradition mixed in with paganism, all that really just leads to capitalism, which was making you know making a religious holiday a day of spending. That's you know true, I
0: mean? and and, and I, I do encourage people that want to use this opportunity to be charitable, to go ahead and be charitable. You know, serve those that are poor, or less fortunate. Uh, you know, as uh, far as feeding the hungry or feeding the homeless, giving them blankets and shelter. Really. Uh, and visiting those that are sick and elderly and that type of thing. Be charitable. And we sh- really should be charitable year-round. Right. You know, but in in, in uh, somehow on our, on our holidays, we have that. We remember our uh, charity around associated with
1: those holidays. And it's a good time to spend time with family. Right. You know, especially if people work so hard, you really don't see your family until the holidays, honestly. Right. So,
0: And then it, it don't cost money to be kind to be loving, you know, to be appreciative. Uh to thank God and, and Thanksgiving supposed to be thanking God for all the blessings. Right. You know, um but I don't think God wanted you to commit genocide on a whole uh <laughs> nation of people, a, a race of people. Right. Um, so we need to thank God for the blessings he gives to man and to us. You know. And uh he the, the, the sun shines on us all. You know, uh, we all benefited from the rain. You know, we all he gave us a uh, earth to live on, and we should share it and uh, uh, promote life and health. You know, and love and charity. You know, and I think that's what the root of these uh, holidays should be about, and should be it shouldn't be commercialized and taken over by the merchants of death, people that's more concentrated with making a profit than human well-being because a lot of times, um, say, for instance, the drug epidemic, alcoholism, and that type of thing, which uh, we also do. Whenever we want to celebrate, we want to celebrate by getting drunk and high. Right. (laughs) And you might be doing detriment now to your health and to your family because once we get uh, uh, drunk and then uh, we start going through those cycles, that the intoxication that comes with intoxication, mm. you know, violence, uh, uh, d- drinking and driving. Now you're in an accident, that type of thing.
1: I want to think about because go- we are going into a new year. Is that is there something that bin- businesses should be thinking about or something like that for the for a new millennium? Like, is there something that changes? I don't. I'm just asking. I don't really know. What, yeah, in the it, new decade, yeah, the decade new millennium. Yeah, what the new the new decade or just. A new year is that something that a business should be thinking about going into a new year? Like, is there some kind of like what should they mind be on basically going into twenty twenty? Well, I, I, I tell you one thing: if
0: if we expand, if we intend to grow. Uh, we want to uh, double our efforts. Uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, grow our operation. You know, we need to start planning now. You know, you want to forecast. You want to plan. You want to uh, plan your work and work your plan. Right. So you sh- you have to have some type of strategy by which you want your business to grow. And that brings up what we want to talk about today is uh, government contracting. And what I wanted to talk about, like a current event in, in, in the political environment, uh, we're in December of uh, 2019, and our president, uh, Donald Trump, has recently been impeached by the House of Representatives. And that brings up the question to us. And And the country is divided right now between the uh, conservative party, which is the party of the president, the Republican Party, and the Democrat Repub- uh, Party. And those are supposed to be liberals. right? And, and because of uh, uh, political interests and uh, those that are voting along party lines, then the country is divided, you know, about some um, those uh, things that that are uh, impeachable offenses that the president has uh, been accused of, mm-hmm. uh, high crimes and misdemeanors, you know.
1: Right, right.
0: <laughs> so, but what we want to we want to look at it in the, in the business building blocks is what's in our best interest, you know, whether it is a Democrat or a Republican in the office, you know. How does our community How is it affected How has it changed
1: Yeah I seen a lot of people Saying that like uh, Everybody banking on Him getting impeached But then it was like uh, You know that meme Where they say The hood during Bush The hood during Obama right. The hood during You ever seen that meme Basically yeah. saying What are we gonna do uh, Outside of politics And if you do really Want to get into politics What are we gonna do On the local level That's gonna affect us On our day to day Cause honestly I, I never run into Trump I never see him You know it's not like
0: yeah, I mean, I wonder why. And I and I work with a lot of seniors, and they feel like, oh, when well, we're gonna get that evil man out of office? And you know, he's gonna cut uh, our check. You know, they are they're afraid of their uh, retirement check being cut, their benefits. You know, health care being cut, their food stamps being cut. Right. You know uh, that safety net uh, being taken out from under them. And 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 who suffers more? The poor, the elderly, the weak. You know, and, uh, but that's not a solution. You know, uh, whether the Democrats or the Republicans in office, that's not solving your problem. If you dependent on food stamps and a government set aside, you already, you know, so we, if we look for, and, and, and we're looking at an economic solution, not just a political solution, because, um, uh, uh, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said, politics without economics symbol without substance. Right. So we had a black president in office for eight years,
1: and we're still living in poverty. When you talk about the, um, you know, the government, uh, what is it called when people get supported by the government, like WIC and stuff like that? What is that called, government assistance? Well,
0: yeah, it's government assistance, well, but it's, you... a, it's, it's, a, it's a social program.
1: Well, it, it makes me think about the—I I, I forget the country. You might know the country, but— it was about, um, they were trying to fix hunger in this in this village in Africa. Mm-hmm. And they were, the first thing they did was give them food. But what that did was it killed all the people that were selling food. Right. So it just, it killed every, it made it actually worse. More people right. were hungry, more people were poor. So they came at it in a different way. Instead of giving them uh, free food, they just gave them goats. And then they were able to trade the goat to get a lot of stuff. Because out there, a goat is very valuable. You know, you got the milk, you got the meat. So then they was coming at it at a way of just making themselves sufficient, as opposed to just you know giving them something, you know, teach a man how to run right. rather than give him give him a fish. Yeah,
0: and 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 really, you look at that policy on a domestic level. That's what create the projects, uh, the the ghetto when the man was taken out of the home and the and the home, the mother and the children was dependent on government. Food stamps, week, like you talked about, housing, and and that's the role of the father. The father should be gainfully employed so that he can provide a home for his children. He can provide food for them and clothing and that type of thing. And that was the role of the father. The father father be is removed from the home, and now that the the, the family is dependent on government, but in perpetual poverty, you know. But if we were able to stimulate the economy and is your economy is not stimulated with free lunch, like uh, uh, food stamps. You know, uh, the same thing happened in Haiti. You destroy a country economy when you dump these uh, that aid on them. Uh, the U.S. farmers have subsidies, and the government pay them for the subsidies, and then they go and dump those crops on Haiti or Africa, and now the African farmers put out of business, or the Haitian farmers put out of business. You can't sell rice because they got free rice. You see what I'm saying? So there should be a, 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 a trade. Trade is a, is a exchange. Money is only a medium of exchange. But it's trade, we have to be productive if we want
1: to be an independent people. Man, that just made me think of I Minister mean, Farrakhan when he said... Uh... Business is the what the activity of life. That's right. So if business is the activity of life, we you know you automatically think money. But you just said there's a trade going on. So just like it made me think of like a a bee when a bee pollinates a flower. That's an exchange. The flower need the bee, and the bee need the flower. That's business. That's right. And that's everywhere in nature. And we doing that we just we just came up with a way that we get these little green pieces of paper, but that's the same thing we we trade in goods and services to be to create some type of homeostasis in the environment right and even the money
0: that was generated in America was based on our labor you know it was a unit of labor somebody worked in order to produce that money, and it represented that labor and then so we we trade now goods that was produced goods and services that somebody is working and producing something and they're exchanging this so as a people we cannot be housed in projects and ghettos or in prison not being utilized we was placed on earth here by God or your higher power to have a purpose you know and everybody have talents and gifts that are uh, Naturally given to us at birth. Now we have to uh, develop those talents and gifts, but we have to serve our fellow man, serve humanity.
1: You know, with that talent and gifts. Yeah, because if you're serving a need, you automatically create value for yourself. Right. Because if you can't, if I can't go to anybody else and get it from them, if I got to get it from you, that's a return business. If I have a good experience, uh, yeah. So and, being in service is a way—that that honestly helps me get ideas. Like, if I can't think of nothing, I just try to think what I could give somebody more so than what I could uh, give. If I'm thinking, like, okay, how can I get them to pay this much for this? It never really works out. But if I'm like, how could I make this experience the best that I can make it? And that's where the, all the ideas come from. They don't really come right. from— uh, Well,
0: you, you're in, an, you're in an entertainment, and I always
1: say edutainment.
0: Right. Because—and the social responsibility here of an artist— a lot of artists say, well, I'm not a leader. But in every art, every art, there is a message. You know, whether it's music, uh, in the lyrics, there's messages. Movies, there's an underlying message. If you read a book, you know, in the story, there should be a moral to the story. So there's always a message. Well, whether that message is a positive or a constructive message, or a destructive message, all depends on the artist.
1: That's true. I think other, that, that could fuel other industries, too. Like, if you, like, that passion is what makes good product, I think. Like, if you actually mm-hmm. think about the person who going, who, like, if you selling shoes, you imagining somebody loosening the laces and, like, trying it on. Like, you know what I mean? When you yeah. when you doing that or if you build houses, you thinking how somebody going to be walking around. When you first show it to them, they yeah. walking around looking at it like, oh, I'm going to put my dress over, you know, so if you think about the people that's gonna interact with it, it always I feel like that always gives you a, a more pure creation, I think, or like a you're doing it in the right
0: spirit. You are considering the the end user. Yeah. And I remember studying in college and and one of my professors while I studying architecture, he said that we build according to use. So before you start your plan, before you start your drawing, you gotta have a use or purpose for this this building, you know, or uh, uh, say, for instance, if you are, if you're in a floor plan and you um, plan in this room, this podcast room, what is going to be the use? What's the purpose? What what activity is going on in this room? So based on the use, is going to determine how many outlets you need, electrical outlets. Oh. It might determine the lighting. You know, it might determine whether you have uh, windows, you know the location of the windows, uh, the location, the flooring, the flooring. If it's a what type of flooring? Need you tile? Need. If it's right. this
1: room, you might need that.
0: Yeah. If yeah. it's a kitchen, you don't put carpet in the kitchen. Mm. You know, you you look at what type of tile you're gonna use, a marble flooring or what type of thing. Uh, so you considering the nu the, the use and how it's gonna serve. What purpose is
1: gonna serve? Man, okay,
0: and that's just from an architectural point of view,
1: right? Right. I like that though. It's like a, it's like an art of all things. I feel like everything got got a way. They call it the way or something like that. So are you, I, so you want, so why, why are we getting into uh, government contracts in this episode? Is is this a good? Well, I, I was thinking about the responsibility
0: of government because we're looking at this great white, and sometimes the black community we look at this great white I hope the president. Who's going to be president? Who's going to come save us? Who's going to come rescue us? And really it's not, nobody is not. Nobody's coming to rescue you. The way politics work, you have to vote your interests. So you got to, first of all, you have to know what your interests are. What is your agenda? You know, in our community, we got to come together first within our community and decide what's important to us. What, what is it that we want to demand out of our political elected officials, our elected officials in government? What is it that we're going to demand of them? So they don't they're not our leaders. We're their leaders. They represent our interests. So okay, we live in this community. we're unemployed. He it's, it's a lack of economic activity. Well we want to stimulate business growth that we own because we want to control the politics and economics in our community. So we want to own those businesses. We want to not only work in those businesses, we want to receive the profits from those businesses, and we want to control what what activity goes on where we live, right? Mm. So now some of the things in a society are owned by the citizens, and some of the things in a society is the responsibility of government. So it's owned by the government or controlled by government. So we have public and we have private. And those entities that are government are called public. So what's what's a what's a public
1: government property like a park?
0: A park. Yeah, that, that, that that's an example of public. Uh, we just had a in local government, the mayor's race, and in Houston, Texas, Mayor Sylvester Turner was reelected, and he happened to be a black a black mayor. He's a a, a black Mayor, but not necessarily just for black the black community. So still, regardless of the race of the candidate or the, the political elected official, what's our interest coming from our community? And I think our interest ought to be more government contracts. Okay, now, the city got a billion-dollar budget, annual budget. How much of that billion dollars is uh, those? See, government uh, needs... Um, Supplies. Say for instance, every building uh, need um, restroom supplies. <laughs> I just start with toilet paper. Yeah, like you
1: know? you, like seem like most uh, Soap and toilet. Paper, yeah, like yeah. commercial buildings seem to have a certain kind of toilet. Like they can't just have Charmin in there. Like they got to get like a certain. Ain't it like a code for that? Like a well, I don't, I don't, I don't have, know if it's a code, but I'm just saying we have a biological need. Oh, you okay? Yeah, we got a public building. Need. They got about yeah,
0: everything is not produced or manufactured by government entities. The government purchased things
1: from other people,
0: from other yeah, yeah, other, yeah. Other, from other, other companies.
1: Something. Yeah,
0: and uh, these are and these are supply contracts. The government is going to use it, and I just use paper as an example. Just they got to order the paper. They got to order pens. They got to order paper clips. Whatever they use, even equipment, vehicles. Now you, you can
1: see now they mm. they purchasing vehicles from yeah for the the officials to drive in. You do hear that, and you hear people saying, "Yeah, I got a government contract." I, I met a dude uh, who actually had a government contract where he did the uh, the lawn. You know what I'm saying, landscaping, landscaping yeah. for for you know a lot of buildings in Texas. Right, and he said it was very lucrative. He said it's hard to get an individual to pay you what the government because they got right. they have to spend that money.
0: What's these, You you think about you talked about parks, but parks is just one department. Right. You know, you have a health department, uh, uh that might be ran by the county, but yeah. it's still government.
1: Yeah. Libraries.
0: You know? Libraries, yeah. Schools uh, are governed by the state, but there is a public school system that that's funded by federal and state uh uh funds because there's a federal there's a national uh federal uh department of education. So uh, a lot of the funds, say for instance, highway construction, and you know that all of those people that's building the highways are not government employees; they are government contractors. And and there's a lot of highways in Houston.
1: That's a billion.
0: That's
1: a billion dollar contract right there.
0: Right. They that's they always doing construction.
1: Whoever did the Beltway,
0: a lot of concrete. (laughs) You know, so somebody's supplying the concrete. Somebody building these uh, is, is still in there. Somebody, somebody you know, they got engineers who probably work for them. A lot of engineers and architects and and engineers and, and just craftsmen. You know, people doing masonry work, rebar, you know, just to name a few. Even painting the stripes. <laughs> somebody got to paint the stripes down the middle of the road. Right. You know, and then somebody have to maintain the easements of uh, the, uh, the side of the road, you know, mowing the grass. And that's a, that's a, a ongoing maintenance a contract.
1: So if you get that contract, you good for...
0: Yeah, that, yeah. That, you, gotta, you, gotta gasoline, you got to maintain that money. over and over again. Right. The bayous, you know. And, and we had Hurricane Harvey here, and there was a lot of federal funds came down from the federal government right. uh, to uh, recover from the Hurricane Harvey. That the damage that was done to homes, but also the damage that was done in infrastructure... And so, also, you need infrastructure improvement to mitigate the next storm, the damage from the next storm. So, drainage, uh, the the um,
1: it's been a huge
0: project. bayou system,
1: you know. Yeah, I, all through Montrose, all through. Uh, yeah, I think Montrose, and what's the other one? Brazewood, Braze Bayou. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they over there, they expanded that uh waterway or the uh bayou, bayou and then over there they putting they make the drains much bigger so the, all mm-hmm. those companies are employing right. all these people
0: so you got sewer yeah. line you got drainage um you know excavation and widening out the the uh, bayous demolition demolition and some of the old homes that was uh, uh, destroyed and condemned by by the city then they must be demolished So all of that trash and debris, uh, you know, there was major FEMA contracts with people just hauling off debris after the storm. So these are contract opportunities. Uh, The the Small Business Administration, SBA, has a website. We wanted to draw your attention to it. You can go to that website and you can learn more about government contracting opportunities. And, of course, we we talk about different branches of government, or different um, levels of government. Starting with the federal government, and then you have state government, and then you got county, and you got city, you got school districts, hospital districts.
1: So after you look them up, would you just got a you got to bid on well, or something? Well, yeah, you got a. Um, they
0: have invitation to bid on major contracts. If they say, for instance, construction contracts. But if you want to be a supplier, when we was talking about supplying uh, paper goods or other uh, things that you want to supply, uh, that might be done in procurement um, where the the government, uh, so you want to be placed on their their, uh, vendors list. So there's a process with that government agency by which a a provider would uh, apply to be placed on that government's procurement list. So if you are uh, working for that city department and you need those vehicles, then you would order those vehicles through their procurement process and say Ford is on that list. This dealership is on that list. And they sell these... Them black US uh, SUVs. Usually they be yeah. white. The oh, white. The white pickup ones. trucks. Oh, the white oh, yeah, cars yeah. Or, yeah. I, I used to work as a superintendent for the city of Houston. And I, I managed employees, but also fleet, uh, fleet of city vehicles and city tractors and equipment, because we maintain uh, parks and esplanades, which is that grassy median in the middle of a major stairway. So um, we had to have equipment and, and tractors. You know what they? Those large mowers on the back. And then we had those smaller Dixie choppers, you know, those those riding lawnmowers. Right, right, right. Uh, and we had operators that operated each level of equipment, you know. But those the, that equipment had to be maintained, so someone had the uh, contract to do oil changes, change out the filters, and that type of thing. Man. And we brought in a contractor just to do that whole fleet of uh, oil changes. <laughs>
1: To my younger folk, that's a lick. right? (laughs) That's a lick right there. Changing the oil for all the city vehicles, that's amazing. And then I bet street cleaning, like the people that drive that thing, you know the thing downtown?
0: You know, some things may be done by city employees, Mm -hmm. but where do we get that? There was a big controversy on Roundup, the chemical Roundup that they used to chemically kill the grass. Right. And we called it a chemical edging. We sprayed... Roundup uh, around a tree, so to speak. Instead of trimming it with a, 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 a weed whack, a weed eater, we call them, uh, you can chemically trim it by spraying this chemical and it just kills the grass.
1: Very toxic. <laughs> it
0: is very toxic. And right. and that company was sued yeah. for millions of dollars. You know, they spray that on our food too. That's why everybody's getting cancer. But anyway, yeah. we ain't yeah. in there right they now. use it in agriculture. <laughs> yeah. And we all are uh, eating this contaminated. From this chemical. But they we had to order it. Oh, you had to order it for the country. We had to order it. Yeah. That was another thing I was responsible for, yeah. is managing the crews that went around doing this chemical treatment. And sometimes we used uh, chemicals just to retard the growth so that we don't have to keep mowing it. So we sprayed chemicals right in the city of Houston. Up and down the parks and Espinades, <laughs> we spraying these chemicals to retard the growth of the— the grass.
1: Do they spread it on the roads too? Is that why grass don't yeah, grow? Sometimes you them?
0: see a odd color or you see this yellow color out there. Mm. That's chemicals that they're retarding the growth of the vegetation. Man. At the same time, uh, we living in an environment where there's a large uh, pollutant from the refineries that's polluting the atmosphere. And one of the ways in which we're mitigating that is by planting trees. And shrubbery along the highways. Oh, because
1: they breathe in the carbon.
0: Yeah, they breathe in carbon dioxide, yeah. and it breathes out oxygen. We breathe in oxygen, breathe out carbon dioxide. So we planting trees, but at the same time, we polluting the environment. Yeah. And we're spraying these chemicals out there that, you know, a lot of the citizens don't realize. I didn't know that. Yeah, You know, that 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 we're putting that uh, in the environment. But... uh
1: and, and it's all, it could I met, be it could be healthy. Yeah, I met somebody who had a a a, a job a camera job a government contract mm. where you would like film instructional videos and he would film city events and stuff like that. So it's even creative stuff they have government contracting because they gotta they gotta do all that Say if you They got a PSA commercial they may need you to edit that shoot it.
0: Yeah, and then yeah. you think about the university system. We're talking about the public school system, the university systems, and also they have county hospitals. Oh uh, And yeah. clinics, you know. So, you know, look into that as being another opportunity, whether you in construction or, or has a, a have a product or service that you can offer the government. Getting on that uh you bid on the major construction projects, um, and they bid process, learn that bid process. Usually they have to notify the public, um, you know. Uh, through media outlets. Mm. Uh, but you can get on their email address and they email you. Like in this area, we have Metro. And I was on Metro's, uh, as a contractor, I was on Metro's uh, email list. So whenever they had uh, contracts to be bid on that met my criteria, they would email me those bids, invitation of bids. And then I can bid on those projects. Also with the Houston Community College, a system uh we was on their, their list. Um, but yeah there's there's a lot of government agencies even the US military which has the biggest budget. Yeah, they, the they military it, budget. Yeah. And right. just think about the military suppliers. You know, that supply the military. And there's even opportunities uh in this masonry what they call masonaries,
1: where they uh
0: got security contracts with the government.
1: Like Blackwater? Oh, where you standing there with yeah. like a, a AK 40. Yeah, they over there yeah. uh, in Iraq. Yeah. Uh, with, uh, they the o- military. yeah, yeah with. They transporting the Yeah, they transporting the oil. I met somebody who <laughs> did that. He said they got in, They used to get in crazy shootouts. Just like, I was like, what? He said, yeah, I was, uh, what's it called? Mercenary? Yeah, yeah. Mercenary. Yeah.
0: yeah. And usually those are retired uh, military yeah, they come, personnel yeah. That, yeah. that get into that service and they escort the trucks or they. Uh, those uh, fuel trucks that's
1: driving around, in, in but they need all kind of stuff. They need soaps, I, I, like yeah, like food the art, yeah, thing. yeah, a uh, food, clothing, uniforms. Yeah,
0: you know, uh, uh, you you know, your company may have a uniform, but the the U.S. military wear uniforms. The police wear uniforms. You know, we talked about the medical industry; they wear uh, uniforms. So someone has to make those uniforms, and then to get some major um uh, government agency to purchase your I mean that's amazing.
1: I've seen those corporate um laundry companies too. I wonder do they do they use those too? You know the the big and they they'll, you know, wash all the you know, uniforms for a company or something like that. Yeah, uh, I, so I think Yeah, I think we gotta uh get into our sponsors and then we can we can close it out with some last thoughts about, you know Yeah, I wanted to talk about some current events. Okay, Let's yeah.
0: But Nation products is our platinum sponsor. That have been with us for the beginning. Nation Products are literacy advocates. And Nation Products, you can go to their website, site at nationproducts.com. And I would like to feature this book, How to Eat to Live, uh, by the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, How to Eat to Live. And this uh, book right here will give you um, dietary laws that will prolong your life. You know, Uh, and you can acquire this book at nationproducts.com also there's a movie out on uh, slavery Harriet uh, about the story of Harriet Tubman and and, and on that website uh, Nation Products have children books and we have a title here Escape to the North the story of Harriet Tubman you can acquire this title at nationproducts.com there's many other uh, children books available uh, also, we have financial book. I want to mention since this is a financial a business talk show Rich Dad Poor Dad. Rich Dad Poor Dad. You can acquire this title at nationproducts.com. So, education begins at home. You know, if you have children or you want to grow yourself, um, you have to uh, acquire material to increase your knowledge. And we can help you do that at nationproducts.com. Also, as a public service announcer, I wanted to mention the Economic Blueprint. The Economic Blueprint is a fund that was developed, that started, first it was started by the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad back in the 1960s. You know, he encouraged our community to save five cents a day The purchase of of land. Of course, we chose. We did purchase land, you know, uh, under the most unobliged Muhammad. But as a people, we chose integration. You know, we tried to uh, assimilate into this into this nation. Um. But so here we are again, trying to be loved and accepted by people that have rejected us. Um, now, in 2019, here we are again with a, with a uh, still we uh, have an economic problem. Well, let's revisit this economic blueprint. And now, under Minister Farrakhan, he reestablished the economic blueprint. And this is a self help program. We don't need the federal government now to to do anything. it's, it's something that we have control over. We can help ourselves. And the basis of the economics is land, is resources. All of the resources we need is in the land up under the land. So, of course, we need land to grow food. Now we can feed ourselves. We don't, we're not re- reliant on government to provide us with food stamps if we're growing our own food. And we own the farm. We're not just working the farm. We own the farm. So, five cents a day. Uh, collectively, all of the wage earners in our community, we can, uh, we're on a, a goal to purchase a hundred million acres of farmland. Go to economicblueprint.org, economicblueprint.org, and that comes out to like uh, $18.20 a year. That's nothing, you know, a sales tax in Houston. Is eight point two five percent per dollar per dollar. Yeah.
1: I don't know how many taxes I've paid in my life. I probably don't pay.
0: Paid... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, we all dollars. paying taxes. Yeah. That that's a that's a, a, a flat tax that we all pay, which is sales tax on top of other taxes. Right. And I'm a, I'm just only drawing your attention to the to the sales tax. We still have income tax. You know, we still have our payroll taxes, um, and we still have. Uh, uh, the fool's tax, <laughs> the lotto. You know, we in a lotto and that's a hidden tax. You know, that's going to the state. The state wins every time whenever we purchase a lotto ticket. We only win one out of if we hit you yeah, four hundred million or something. You know. But they win every time you purchase one. And also that that uh retail outlet that you purchase the Lotto ticket from?
1: They get a cut when you they bring.
0: get a cut of that that ticket. It's another product on their shelf, so they win in every time. And we lined up in the uh, convenience store, and we're gambling away the future of our children and our grandchildren.
1: And I it's illegal to make like your own lotto.
0: Yeah, and gambling is supposed to be illegal. Yeah. Why well, can't in, that? in Texas? It's legal in in, in Louisiana. <laughs> Uh, it's legal for them the state to rob you well it's legal for the state to rob you and now but in Louisiana it's legal for the state to rob you and the gambling house to rob you (laughs) because we haven't studied mathematics and we don't understand arts why don't we be more um, intelligent with the use of our our funds and invest our funds instead of gambling away our money hard-earned money, and we can invest in our children and our grandchildren and in our future. And every industry, every business interest in our community would benefit from us owning all of the natural resources that derive from us acquiring this land, 100 million acres. So I wanted to bring that to your attention and now I want to add another thing to the public service announcement which is the Muhammad Farms. I don't know if you knew that the Nation of Islam already own farmland. You know, and the produce of that farm is already on the market under the Stable Goods Program. Go to this website, www.noimoa.com that stands for the Nation of Islam Ministry of Agriculture.com. N O I M O A. And this is a Muhammad's farm website. And you can order produce from the farm under the staple goods program. All right. Learn more about that. Um, loud enough. You rock and like your slumber the final call newspaper <laughs> we talked about unfortunately our president Mr. Trump uh, Donald Trump has been impeached by the House of Representatives it goes on to the Senate after this and the Senate is controlled by the the Republican Party so we don't think that they have enough votes to actually in, to uh, take him out of office but I do think this controversy will affect the next election in 2020 um, but the question we have how is it gonna affa- affect us in the hood yes yeah. <laughs> what is it that we should be doing after we watching the drama of impeachment but listen go to the uh, finalcall.com website finalcall.com website and subscribe to the Final Call newspaper get your digital subscription Uh DigitalFinalCall.com. Support the Final Call newspaper because see, this is our our media outlet, our independent media outlet where we tell our story from our community. And there's news domestically around the nation and internationally that affects our community. That's the Final Call newspaper. I want to add something.
1: No, we uh we got ten more minutes. We can go ahead and get into these current events and okay. uh and see. Oh, you got a, scroll oh, you got down. A, I had a list of some current events. All right. Uh-oh. Oh, oh, I think so. Right there. There we go. Oh yeah. So you, I think we touched on the mayor and the president. The turkey leg hut
0: in Houston. We have a very popular restaurant, over in the historical Third Ward area, on Alameda. Called turkey leg cut. I think it got some national news in the media because in a historical Black community, they over here smoking these turkey legs, and the, our community
1: respond overwhelmingly. It be lines down the black like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a tourist spot yeah, man, th- When you come to Houston Yeah, it's like our Frenchy's chicken here now It's like a yeah. famous restaurant yeah. Like in LA, I think they got uh, Not Frenchy's, I mean It's like our uh, Roscoe's Roscoe's, yeah. yeah. chicken and waffles Yeah, when we went to LA, we got Roscoe's yeah.
0: And we got one similar to that in Houston The Breakfast Club right? A restaurant And the and the line is wrapped along the building But over at the Turkey League I mean, they need about three parking lots And, and I mean, it's so packed that there's outside eating area. They had to set up tents outside in order to feed the overwhelming crowd that comes out here. But the the community that is gentrifying the, the neighborhood, those yuppies that have moved in and, and buying up our property the property and building these townhomes and condominiums, they located all around the Turkey, turkey League Hut. And now they wanted to sue for the smoke. Oh, yeah. (laughs) In the overcrowded
1: parking, you know, congestion. All them, yeah, yeah, all them black people.
0: Everybody, all our community supporting Uh, this black business.
1: Yeah, it's amazing.
0: Man, they tried to sue us for a polluting environment. And I just told you, we like number one in the nation for pollution in the refinery. This is the energy capital of the world.
1: Yeah, we had a fire that was going for like three weeks last year, wasn't it? Yeah, we had we two just, major plants explosion, yeah. breathing in all type of benzene. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we gonna get that. It was a plume of black cloud over the yeah. over the city
0: for an entire week. And they are not they not yeah. suing the the uh, the, the chemical it was, Yeah, yeah. But the, the, they gonna sue this black business for smoking turkey legs, <laughs> you know. <laughs> And, and and our community responded.
1: Yeah, we the support just went up. People are spending more money there than they have. It's it just added more publicity to it, and it, it's the same effect of you know anytime you try to block us out of something, we just go even harder. So people just yeah. they love it, and the food is good. I ate that before. It's actually really and, good.
0: And it, since they brought attention to it, now we know that we're at war, and the media is used because this was all this this whole thing was carried through the media. This fight. But it's not just that one business. It's all our businesses. We're in war. We're in an economic war here. So we have to begin to support black owned businesses or those black and brown community, local owned businesses and fight this outside uh, uh, attack. Yeah. The large corporations, whether it's corporations or those people who don't live in our community, controlling the economics and owning real estate in our community. As men, as members of our community, we we need to respond. And we need to respond with our support. Support the turkey League hood, but support support those businesses
1: that are owned by members of our community. Let's get into some local stuff. We got Kwanzaa coming up this year. That's true. It's true. It's, uh, it's Sunday. What's the day today? The 22nd? It's, Actually, the 20, it's December twenty second, but when is the first day of Kwanzaa in Houston? Oh, uh, I guess you know. You know Kwanzaa.
0: You have Christmas on the twenty
1: fifth, right. Which is Wednesday.
0: Kwanzaa start Thursday, the day after Christmas. It's it's a week long celebration, each day with a theme. The first day is Emo, uh, Umoja, which 20. means unity in Swahili. And there's a a principle assigned to each day, and it lasts that week between Christmas and New Year's. And we're going to be in attendance on the First Day of Kwanzaa. It's going to be located at the Third Ward Community Center on Ennis, 3611 Ennis, Third Ward Service Center, 3611 Ennis in Houston, Texas. And uh, come join us at the First Day of Kwanzaa. It starts at uh, 6.30 p.m. And Nation Products will be in the house. And what about Wazir? Oh, yeah,
1: I'm gonna be there. I was invited to perform, so I'll be going there. I'll be hitting the stage. Uh so yeah.
0: Again, uh there's a week long uh celebration. There's another night, which will be hosted by Muhammad Moss number forty five, and that's gonna be at the Shape Community Sit Ce- Shape Community Center Almida location, right down the street from the Turkey League Hut. Right. There's another location of the Shape Center, and we're going to be talking about uh, economics, I believe. Uh, But the local organizing committee of Just as or Else will be present, will be hosting, and Muhammad University of Islam will be a beneficiary, a host of this year's Kwanzaa, hosted by uh, Miles Fortified, Nation of Islam, located in Houston. Uh, But we have the local organizing committee and Muhammad University of Islam.
1: Participating. All right. Come by. Uh, and then, uh, before we get out of here, we definitely got to shout out to good brother Nuri uh, out of Indianapolis, right? Yes. Yeah, brother Nuri was on the—first, uh, I heard him on the on the Joe Budden podcast, which I listen to every episode. I haven't missed the Joe Budden podcast I don't know how long. So I'm listening. All of a sudden, I hear, oh, we got a call coming in. Uh, the discussion came up about who killed Malcolm X. So we got—and then all of a sudden, I hear brother Nuri talking. I'm like, is that right. brother Nuri? So he did an excellent job on that defending the nation and uh clearing up the lies that 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 the nation killed Michael max and then he went on uh he went on breakfast club did a, a in depth interview where he just went into all kinds of subjects and just really really uh showed a good light on the nation uh and just dropped a lot of gems in that interview yeah, 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 I was like man
0: i mean don't 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 get
1: deceived by the propaganda that's put out there
0: and uh including the michael max movie everything. When they make a movie, it's not factual. Everything in the movie, they take liberties, you know, yeah. in, in making that movie. And you got to look at who's producing the movie and what's what's their motive. Uh, but uh, the Godfather of Harlem right. also is putting that propaganda out there, aimed at discrediting the Nation of Islam, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, and our movement.
1: Right, right. So
0: you need to educate yourself. Check out these these interviews with Brother Noor Muhammad. He's a student minister, the Honorable Minister, Louis Farrakhan, and a national representative, a national aide. So uh, that's Joe Button Podcast.
1: Joe Button Podcast. And you can find it on
0: YouTube and social media, and also the Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. Interviewed by Charlemagne the God.
1: E.J. Envy and Angela Yee. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, look it yep. up on your social media accounts. Support it. Share it with your social media friends. And also continue to share the business building blocks. Right. You know, we out here, there's a way you can support the business building blocks through Cash App. And that's Dollar Sign BBB Podcast. Yes, sir. If you want to support us. And uh, that help cover our uh, production costs.
1: Absolutely. Uh, any Any last words going into this next year? How you feeling? You feeling good about 2020?
0: Man, we need to we need to be excited about the things that we have control over, the things that we need to start planning. They talk about New Year's resolutions. But as a business we need to start forecasting and have some serious business plans. Take assessments. You know, regular assessments of where we are. The math, you know, the numbers don't lie. We need to look at our numbers and where we need to make adjustments, make those adjustments and keep moving forward.
1: Absolutely. Well, it's good to be back. It was a great episode. Thank y'all for another great year. Uh, this is the Business Building Blocks Podcast. And you got the blocks. So I get to build it. Right. All right. Take care. Thanks for listening.